U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken set to meet with Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Monday at the start of his fifth visit to the Middle East. We're joined on the KRDU Newsline now by ABC News State Department correspondent Shannon Crawford. And Shannon, what is uh, the goal of this latest trip overseas by Blinken? Well, good morning. And you're right, as you mentioned, it is, his, it is his fifth trip to the Middle East since the war in Gaza began. And if it's starting to feel like Groundhog Day, there is a reason each time he's headed over there with a very similar set of goals, including pushing for more aid for Gaza, perhaps a ceasefire, and a deal that would free hostages from the enclave that are still being held by Hamas. So that's very much the same. The difference here is they are on the precipice of an agreement that could see all hostages freed. Uh, and he'll be trying to make progress on that in Qatar later today. And what would uh, Blinken need to do to carry on that theme of Groundhog Day to see his shadow and have that uh, agreement reach the finish line? What he really needs to do is convince partners to get involved here, to use all the leverage they might have over Hamas. I'm talking about Egypt, where he was earlier today, Qatar, of course, because these are countries that have ties with Hamas. The U.S. does not. Uh, they, of course, have designated the group as a terrorist organization, so they're not communicating directly. What he needs Egypt and Qatar to do is to step in and convince Hamas to take a proposal that's already been basically agreed to by Israel, uh, and now really they're still in a holding pattern waiting for that group to respond. Who is the bigger power in the region? For those of us who are here and don't understand maybe the the, the geopolitical uh, aspects of this, uh, you know, Iran or Saudi Arabia? I mean, who holds the bigger stick? It's a great question. And really, they have been diametrically opposed for years and years. They actually only only recently uh, normalized relationships Iran and Saudi Arabia. So they are really still regional rivals. Uh, traditionally, you know, you might say Saudi Arabia has more power, at least on, um, you know, as meets the eye. But Iran maintains all of these proxy groups, these militias like the Houthis, like uh, these rebel groups that we've seen in Syria and Iraq attack U.S. forces in recent weeks and months. So really, you know, the answer is very complicated because, uh, as we've seen, Iran still does pull a lot of strings in the region, even if they're not, you know, at the forefront of diplomacy. And with this in mind, you know, how is Antony Blinken really navigating this, knowing that there has been U.S. retaliation on some of these rebel strikes against U.S. forces, the uh, issues when it comes to the shipping lanes? I mean, how is he kind of navigating all this, knowing the tension in the Middle East is almost at a record high? Right. Well, if Blinken has had one goal through this whole process, it's de-escalation. They don't want to see the conflict in Gaza spread into a regional war, which is really, a, you know, a big risk that we're seeing right now. So he's said and he's maintained, other U.S. officials have maintained that U.S. retaliatory strikes should not be seen as escalatory. They've said they were going to respond if this kind of action that we've been seeing recently uh, on multiple theaters if that was going to continue, they were going to respond. But, you know, U.S. officials can say what they want. Uh, in reality, it might turn out to be the opposite. All right. Well, Shannon Crawford, ABC News State Department correspondent. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.